a dear friend of ours uh, calls us the uh, praying ladies and it's something that we've laughed about over the years because people come and they say oh and, and refer to us in conversation as the praying ladies and had someone come the other day and in conversation said just this um, that X had been talking about the praying ladies and, and it made me laugh but it did make me realise too that the reason we have that label is that we do pray that is about everything and our lives are marked and governed by the fact that God is totally a part of the, our lives he's not in a box at the end of the week Sunday isn't his day for us to dust him off for a couple of hours as we go to church he's with us 24-7 and so people come to find out the will of God, to find out what God is saying. But ideally, we should all be able to hear what he's saying. Because Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, another they will not follow. So if you are not hearing his voice this morning, could I suggest it is because of the inner clamour? Because of the voice of your soul that shouts above the voice of God? So that when you come to him, all the noise you hear is your own voice. Because you've not yet been able to put your own will to death, as it were. It is a vital lesson that we need to learn if we are to ascend in the Christian life to the place that God wants us to be. Which is where he has placed us in Christ so that we see things from a heavenly perspective and not an earthly. And that is that we must learn to put our own will to death in order that his will may be made manifest in us and through us. We then won't need umpteen people praying for us about any one situation because we will be able to go to God, ask him, and hear for ourselves what his answer is to our situation, our problem, and ask him in the way he tells us to ask, and see a 100% answer to our prayers. The crucified life about which I'm speaking is not something for super saints. It is the normal Christian life. The problem is that we have never seen ourselves as being his possession, his precious treasure, the object of his desire and love, his concern and compassion. And so we have never fully surrendered ourselves. We've never surrendered that iron grip on our own lives and our right to make our own choices. While we make our own choices, we little understand that we are in the grip of the enemy because we are in the grip of our old nature, our fallen nature, our satanic and Adamic nature. But we have within us a, a seed which God himself has vivified, the DNA of Christ. And it is that seed that must be encouraged to grow. While we feed the old one, 
it will stifle the new life and the new growth. And the way to absolute assurance is to put our own will to death, to come into the presence and shut ourselves up on the inside as well as the outside. Because he says, doesn't he, there is a rest, a Sabbath rest for the children of God. And that Sabbath rest is when you have ceased your own clamouring after what you perceive is best for you. Would it be too much to say that the source of a lot of mental illness, depression uh, and all sorts of problems are because our will is in conflict with his and the clamour is so great it gives us no rest. I leave you to lift before him this message and ask him if there is a grain of truth in the fact that I need to put my own will to death in order to come, in, to come into the rest that you have for me. Just dare to ask him. Let me know what he says. God bless you.